Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, it is Thankful Thursday. It is our Thankful Thursday segment. And we just want to jump on very quickly and share a word um, of gratitude with you all. And as we always do each Thursday. So I want to talk today about being thankful for identified purpose. Being thankful for identified purpose. And, and what I mean when I say that is being thankful that uh, the purpose in my life has been identified, and I pray that that you have identified the purpose in your life. Now, I'm going to give you a few thoughts on this that we're going to get out the way on today. When I speak of identified purpose, again, as I'm saying, um, oftentimes, you know, I hear from people. I Some of you have probably heard from people. Some of you might be uh, dealing with this yourself. You might be rolling this around in your own head. Um, a lot of times um, I've heard from people saying, I can't identify my purpose. Like, I don't know what I'm here for. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, I don't know what my call is in life. All of those things. So I, w- I want to start um, with myself before I, I give you uh, some of my thoughts on how you can identify your purpose. Um, and this is something, again, as we've been talking a lot lately on our Monday morning discipleship segment, uh, we've been dealing a lot with the book that I wrote, um, Going Through to Get Through. And in that book, I talked about identifying your purpose and I talked about um, in that book about being in a wilderness place. I'm not really sure where you're supposed to be. And sometimes God will put you in a place so that that you can just be alone with him and then you can zero in on what he's called you to do. Um, and so I talked about that in the book about identifying your purpose. But but let me just share from my perspective, um, at least for me right now, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what I'm called to do. I know what God has placed me here to do. Um, and you all that, that, that follow me, you all that know me, you you see it. You see it in, in the writing. You see it in the ministry. Um, you see it even here in this podcast. Um, I know what God has placed me here to do. And, and it took me a minute um, not just to figure it out because, again, I don't proclaim to have walked out of the womb knowing what my purpose is going to be. Um, I, like many of you, had to search and, and seek that out and find out exactly what God called me to do. But then the next thing that I had to do is I had to learn to walk in it. And there's a difference between knowing it and walking it. And I had to learn to walk in that purpose. I had to learn to watch this stay in my lane as well, because sometimes, uh, as, I, as I've often said in some of my, my teaching, I said, we have similar callings sometimes, but different administration. And what I mean when I say that is that my calling may be the same as somebody else's calling in general. So, for example, I'm called to ministry. There are plenty of people that are called to ministry, but how I do ministry, that's the difference right there. So, again, um, you have similar calling, but different administration. And so um, how I'm called to do ministry is different than other people's calls and, and theirs is different from mine and so on and so forth. And one of the things that I did struggle with is is how to do ministry the way I was called to do it. And I, like many people that have been in my position, had looked at other people and said, well, I guess that's how you're supposed to do it. That's how you're supposed to do the call. That's how you're supposed to preach. That's how you're supposed to teach. That's how you're supposed to do all this other stuff. And it took me a minute to identify that purpose and to identify the fact that God says, listen, you're called to the ministry, but you're unique in how you do things. I, I, I called you because of the fact that you're unique. I called you because you have something a little bit different. That's what I want. I don't want you to do what other people are doing because I've got them doing that. I want you to do what I'm calling you to do. And it took me a minute, y'all, to, 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 to zero in on that and say, do it the way God told you to do it. 
you know, your identified purpose. And again, you can miss it because because part of the thing is we'll sometimes figure out what we're supposed to do, but then do it the wrong way. And, and I want to make this clear to you. Part of your purpose is not just knowing what to do, but knowing how to do it, knowing how to administer, knowing how to do what God called you to do. That's all entailed in your purpose. So again, let me go back to myself as an example. It's not enough for me to just be a minister. God says, but you have to do it the way I, the way I want you to do it, because there's a group of people out here that need it that way. There's a group that I'm, I've assigned you to. So you can't do it like other people do it. And then on top of that, you're trying to outdo them at being them. No, no, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do what I called you to do. And by the way, when I use that word outdo, God says, I don't want you competing with anybody. This is ministry work. This is not about competition. This is about kingdom building. And so in, 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 in the course of me identifying my purpose, I had to learn how to do it. And I thank God that, that I've identified my purpose. I've identified, again, not just the calling, but the purpose, how I'm supposed to administer the call on my life, how I'm supposed to write my books. You know, I wasn't, let me, let me uh, go there for a second before, before I, I give you all some thoughts on, on how you can identify your purpose. Uh, let me go there for a second. When, when I think about uh, my call to the ministry and writing, um, I, I've often said to people, uh, I've had pastors say to me, you know, one of the things that I love about your books, Reverend, that I can take it and I can teach it because you make it plain. You make it plain. And one of the th- one of the responses that I always give, and it's a true response, is I say that God, I had to I had to come to this now. God called me to write to the pew. He didn't call me to write to other to other preachers. He called me to write to the pew. God says, I want you to write to those people. I want you to make it plain so that they can understand. Why is that? That's not to disparage preachers and doctors who write books. Uh, and when I mean doctors, I'm talking about in ministry doctors who write books to other preachers. That That is not to disparage those that write books to uh, encourage preachers to, to strengthen their call, to strengthen their study habits, basically teaching books for preachers. And sometimes they get theologically heavy. That is not to disparage people that do that. I want to be clear here, but God didn't call me to do that. Preachers need those types of books to help them in their preaching, to help them to walk in their calling, to help them to rightly divide the word of truth. But God said to me, nobody's really talking to the pew. There's a lot of books that are going to other preachers, but nobody's talking to the pew and the people that are talking to the pew. And I I hope I don't offend anybody, but the people that are talking to the pew are giving them what my pastor, Pastor Damon Mosley, calls theological cotton candy. (laughs) And what he means when he says that is that they're giving them some things that's probably not true. It's probably not good for them. It's not theologically sound. Um, It's a lot of motivational speaking. And while there's nothing wrong with motivating people, when it comes down to what we do for a living, preaching and sharing the gospel, it just needs to be based on the word of God. We don't need to motivate people as much as we need to tell them what God said. And sometimes it can be motivating. And sometimes it can be challenging. Sometimes it can be a chastisement. All of that can be. And so going back to, to what I was speaking about in reference to me writing, I had to come to a place where, where I understood that God says, you take it and make it plain. Don't write to other preachers. Write to the pew. That doesn't mean that preachers can't get my book and get something out of it. And the thought behind it is that hopefully they'll take it, especially some of the pastors, take it and use it to teach their people because I try to make it as plain as possible so that the people can get it. So so in a sense, I'm still trying to help the preacher. 
but I'm not necessarily trying to help him in his life unless he needs something that's in that book. But what I am trying to do is give him a, a valuable teaching tool that will make scripture plain for his people and he can teach it. And one of the barriers I, I think that I've run into is that sometimes preachers didn't want to buy my book because they were looking at it and saying, well, these are things that I already know. I, I've got this. And, and my thing was like, well, you've got it. But what about the people you're teaching? What about the people you're preaching to? Make, make sure that, that they get it. And so my call is to do ministry the way God has told me to do it. Make it plain. When I preach, God says, make it plain. Don't talk over their heads. Make it plain because they need to get it. Tell them the truth. You can make it plain and tell them the truth at the same time. And I think that's something else. And I don't want to get, let me, let me, I want to say this and then we're going to move on from this because this sounds like a, a referendum on, on how we do church, but this is the identified purpose, right? This is what God has, has, has called me to do. Um, part of the issue, I think, is that we don't want to make it plain for them. Sometimes we want to show them how intelligent we are. They know we're intelligent. They want to make it, they, they want us to make it plain to them so that they can apply it. So they can apply it. The identified purpose in my life was to take the gospel and make it plain for people and to reach the pew. And hopefully my bro my brothers will come along. With me, my, my brothers and sisters in the ministry will come along with me as we try to make this thing plain for people. But but this identified purpose that God is and, and, and I'm outlining all these things that God has told me to do in ministry. And again, I didn't wake up one morning. And, and just automatically know how to do this, automatically know how to carry this. It took some time for me to get to a place where I knew how to administer what God had given me to do. It took some time for me to get to that place to where I can say I can I can properly administer the gift that God has given me. And again, I went through some periods where where I might have been trying to I might have been looking at other people too much and saying that's how I'm supposed to be doing it. But I thank God that he allowed me to focus in and say, he says, no, this is how I want you to do it. So this identified purpose, let me share this with you in closing. Um, how uh, Some of you might be thinking to yourself, how can I identify my purpose? It's good, Reverend, that you identified your purpose and God bless you. But how can I identify my purpose? One of the things that I talked about in the book, Going Through to Get Through, what I talked about identifying the purpose. Again, a lot of times what we're called to do is something that we're resisting doing. And again, I did this with ministry. I, I was called, uh, God spoke to me about ministry in my late twenties. And it was, but it wasn't until I was 40 uh, or whatever it was before I actually just said, you know what, you need to go ahead and do what God told you to do. I, I was running from it, right? Because it's something that I didn't necessarily want to do. And what I always tell people is sometimes it's, it's your, your calling, your purpose is something that you're actually resisting. Rarely do people actually go to school and walk in that calling. You know, it's something that you're resisting, number one. But number two, if it's a God-given purpose, it's designed to help someone else. And so you have to figure out what is that thing that, I, that, that God has called me to do? How does it help your fellow man? And anything that, that you're called to do that, that's designed to take out your fellow man, to destroy the competition, if you will, to bury somebody, that's not a God-given call. But a God-given call, at some point, God says, and we're going to use this to help mankind. If you're not helping mankind, and I'm talking to folks that, that are following God right now, if, if what you're doing right now isn't helping mankind, it may be a talent and it may even be a gift, but it's not necessarily your calling and your purpose. Your purpose is to serve God and help mankind. So you have to say, when you're trying to identify your call, 
what am I doing? What is that one part of my life that God uses me to help mankind? Maybe you're good at giving people advice. Maybe you're good at helping people out. Maybe you're good at problem solving. You know, whatever it may be, maybe maybe you're called to the ministry. Whatever it may be, if it's a God-given call, it's designed to help mankind and it's not designed to hurt anybody. You think about people in the medical field. That is a God-given call because you're there to help people if you're doing it properly, right? So, so you think about that. What has God called me to do? What is it that you do that can help mankind? When you talk about identifying your purpose, what it is useful for, what, what am I supposed to be used for in this life to glorify God? You find that thing in your life that you're good at, that helps mankind and it never hurts mankind. That's what your purpose is. And I think one of the things as we get ready to close here, one of the things that we struggle with is we always want to do things that profit us. You know, we always want to do things that put some money in our pocket. And I get that. I get that. God ain't gonna let you starve. But your call and your purpose is to help mankind. Whatever it is that you're good at, God wants you to take that and use it to help mankind. And let me just say this. If you do it to the glory of God, he'll make sure your pockets are full. He'll make sure that your needs are met. But make sure that you're doing it and doing it to the glory of God. I thank God for identified purpose. I thank God for the fact that he's allowed me to identify my purpose. And I'm telling you, if you make yourself available to him, he will help you if you haven't already. He will help you to identify your purpose. He will help you to identify what it is that he wants you to do. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to help mankind. It's going to help mankind. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say this in closing. I'm actually going to pick this up again on next week. Thankful Thursday. Identified purpose because I'm thankful for identified purpose. And I'm going to go back to that book. I'll share some excerpts with you on next week from the book going through to get through it in that, in that area where I talked about identifying your purpose. I want to share that with you. I want you all to get that in your spirit and maybe it'll help you to identify your purpose. That's all the time that we have for Thankful Thursday. Again, I hope you were blessed by that. Again, we're going to pick it up next week and talk a little bit more about the identified purpose. I'm thankful for God to God for identified purpose. I'm thankful that he's allowed me to walk in my call and we've identified my purpose and I'm trying my best to walk in it each and every day. Listen, we appreciate you as always for stopping by the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Let me give you our tag. As we always do, if you'd like to check out the ministry, find us at www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. And again, if you'd like to purchase any of our works, go to the publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www. Dot krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to like this 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 podcast, subscribe to it, um, give us your feedback, and we will definitely appreciate it. That's all the time that we have for Thankful Thursday, and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.